You are now listening to Hack My Age, the show that brings you guests with information on how to make yourself hard to kill and help you live to 100 and beyond in good condition. I'm your host, Zora Benamou, a digital nomad currently stuck in Spain, certified sports nutrition coach and master student of gerontology at USC. I am the creator of the Longevity Master Plan, an online program to slow aging and author of the cookbook, Eating for Longevity. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review to help others find us too. This episode is sponsored by Primadine, a supplement that if I had to choose only one, it would pretty much be this one. It's because Primadine is spermidine, and this has been shown to activate autophagy, which is super important, and it's basically a cellular cleanup and recycling process that declines as we age. When we get older, our cells accumulate a lot of junk and a lot of waste, and this isn't really great for us, so we need to clean it up. So if you want some research, go to primadine.com, and you can see all of it supporting cognitive health and heart health, hormone balancing, and long and strong hair, nails, and eyelashes by using spermidine. So another very important reason why I love primidine in particular so much is that I've never had received ever as much feedback about a product as I have with primidine. Literally several times a week, someone reaches out to me on Facebook or Instagram with an amazing testimonial. And most of the time it's about improved sleep. So I can honestly say that I can 100% be convinced now that primidine is the best spermidine supplement you'll ever find. And you can try it with a 15% discount by using the code Zora, Z-O-R-A, on primadine.com. And that's P-R-I-M-E-A-D-I-N-E.com. Now enjoy the show. We are going to talk about sugar. Is it really that bad? Okay, you guys want the truth on it? This is going to talk about what is the big deal with sugar? How big of a problem is it? How much sugar is okay? What kinds of sugars are best, et cetera, et cetera. So the big deal, okay, sugar is one of the number one recreational drugs that we have. It's the more we have it, the more we want it. Have you ever noticed that? Um, It is a problem when it becomes too much, okay? Sugar is sugar is sugar is sugar, okay? We're going to talk about different kinds of sugars and how the body converts that and, and deals with all of this stuff. But basically, when we have too much sugar in our diet, which is basically the standard American diet, too much processed foods, too much sugars, it can lead to um, inflammation, uh, cell damage. It can have a lot of problems with diseases. And I'm going to go down the list of diseases. I have all my notes here. It has. It can lead to type two diabetes. It's got. Uh, can lead us to dementia, arthritis. Have you heard of Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's is called type three diabetes. Um, skin damage. Um, it damages our immune system. It populates our gut with really bad bacteria. Um, leads to cancers, visceral fat, body fat, obesity, uh, gout, kidney and liver disease. Have you heard of non-alcoholic? fatty liver disease. Um, Yeah, that's one of them. So basically having too much sugar in our diet makes us fat, stupid, sick, tired, and 
ugly because yes it affects our skin too so the idea is to figure out how much sugar we really have and if you have questions you can ask them right now at any moment in this live so how much sugar do you eat okay it globally okay Americans well actually Americans eat 60 pounds of sugar per year that's uh, 28 kilos if you're in Europe <laughs> um, or 82 grams a day this is 16% of your total caloric intake um, if you're on like a 2,000 calorie uh, diet um, that's about 19 teaspoons of sugar a day 19 okay that's 306 extra calories that your body probably does not need because these are not nutrient dense calories um, let's talk a little bit about diabetes because diabetes is the big one when we think about sugar we think about diabetes and and globally in the 2019 we had 463 million people living with diabetes that's about almost half a billion people on the planet and it's it's supposed to increase to 51 percent by the year 2045 so that's pretty bad. Um, in the U.S., 10% uh, of the population have diabetes, but 34% have pre-diabetes. That's one in three people with pre-diabetes. Okay, so this is pretty big concern. Okay, so have you figured out how does sugar impact our body? So all carbohydrates, and I don't like to demonize foods or food groups or anything but all carbohydrates convert into sugar except fiber okay so when that when we eat that sugar and it comes from it can come from vegetables and fruits it can be table sugar it can be cookies or biscuits or sandwiches whatever it is that carbohydrate converts into glucose okay and this goes into the bloodstream and it increases our blood sugar levels and when our blood sugar levels rise our insulin also rises and the problem is when blood sugar so insulin rises then it tries to sweep out the blood the sugar in the blood it shuttles it over to the cells um, and and to be converted uh, into glycogen to be stored for energy to be used later and it can be stored in the liver and the muscles but there's only so much space that can be stored um, so all of that excess uh, glycogen goes to convert into fat okay and we have too much fat um, and then that obviously can lead to other health problems okay fatty liver disease is one of them high visceral fat that's the fat around your organs okay the fat has got to go somewhere so it is a very dangerous thing when our uh, organs start to be covered with too much fat they're just not able to um, function at all so really really important um, and the biggest driver is inflammation the root cause of all diseases everything that I've listed in there is inflammation okay inflammation so um, on top of it when we think about all of this glucose all of this um, insulin running around all over the place our body gets really tired of having to keep throwing out the insulin to sweep out the blood sugar to to bring it to the liver and to process it it's it becomes really tired and that's when we become insulin resistant 
So insulin resistance is a really big problem too, even without being diabetic. But it's basically the, sh the, the, body, the, the body is just shutting down, just giving up. So I can't deal with this. So this is when we become diabetic and we have to take insulin. So on top of keep, keep adding more sugar in our diet. You know, when you think about all of the processed foods that we eat, um, and even when you're healthy eating, you know, there's some some juices that I'm going to talk about that's very high in sugar, and we have this this idea that we're eating really healthily, but in fact, we're actually increasing our blood sugar levels like there's no tomorrow. So, when you eat too much sugar, on top of it, we are not getting nutrient-dense foods in our body. So your body starts asking for more food, and you think, oh, well, I just ate. I just had this muffin. I just had this bagel. Why am I constantly hungry? Well, it's your body converting through that, getting through that glucose and, and not being satiated with, with just sugar. And I've, if you guys have ever measured your blood sugar levels with one of these little pricks or a blood glucose monitor, if you're 10 points above uh, your normal, say you're, you're 90 instead of 80, you have five times of a greater risk of getting dementia. So is sugar a big deal? Yeah, kind of is. It really is. If you don't want to be living with osteoporosis and inflammation and gout and, and uh, having excess weight and not being able to do the things you do, life kind of sucks. So it's a matter of trying to get some of our sugar under control. How much is okay? A lot of people ask me this. Well, how much sugar? Well, it depends, right? Depends on if you're a diabetic, well, none. <laughs> Pretty much no sugar is is the is the protocol. Um, some doctors say you can have a little bit like once a week, and of course you'd have to listen to your doctor about that. If you have Alzheimer's, you definitely want to keep the, the sugar impact low, heart disease, any kind of health issues, you should probably be lowering your sugar. Um, generally, in a healthy person, um, it's recommended men can have maximum of 37 grams of sugar per day. Women have 25 grams of sugar a day. And to give you an idea, what is that like? One Coke, just a can of Coke, is 40 grams of sugar. That is a lot of sugar. Um, it's gone pretty much, uh, pretty much fair, man. That's all, all you can have. In a woman, you've already um, way exceeded your, your maximum amount. But when you think about even some kind of healthy foods like granola bars or Yoplait strawberry yogurts or um, even this naked green machine, let's look at this juice. Sometimes you find these at the airport and the 7-Eleven or in the health shop. These are... Um, these are, have a lot of hidden sugars. You know, when you think about, you look at the label of say naked green machine, you think, um, yeah, it sounds healthy. 53 grams of sugar in a bottle, 53. Okay. And if you read the label, it's a bunch of fruit. And when you eat fruit in a juice form, you are removing the, the fiber and the nutrients. So this is, fiber is really, really um, blunting that blood sugar impact, okay? So when you eat an apple, it's very different than when you drink an apple, okay? Your body is, is, is processing it completely differently. When you drink your fruit, then it goes straight to the bloodstream to be converted into glucose and glycogen and then probably fat if you're not burning it. Um, some granola bars and, and yogurts and some of these um, 
oatmeals, ready-made oatmeals, instant oatmeals, they'll have about um, 15 to 20 grams of sugar in a serving. So when I have my clients, when I tell them to try to relabels as much as they can, and a good measurement would be to say, don't have more than five grams of sugar per serving. Okay, when you see a label like that, hopefully you won't need foods that have labels, but sometimes we do. Um, look at the label, see if five grams or less, and then probably okay. Um, when we talk about sugar, we also want to know what is the difference between added sugar and natural sugars. These can be very, very different. Natural sugars occur in nature, in fruit, in vegetables, in foods, and this is um, including water and fiber and nutrients. So these are all good things. Added sugars is basically table sugar, sucrose, glucose, agave. Um, these are added sugars that have zero value to them. So they give you nothing except empty calories. So be aware of any added sugars, but even the natural stuff. If you're there, if you like to eat dried fruit, you got to probably be mindful of that. It's so easy to go through those mango strips or uh, a bunch of prunes or or figs if you like those, raisins. These are all, these are pretty much adult candy. Um, it's okay once in a while or in very small amounts, but when you have a dried fruit, you removed all the water, and so you have a very small piece of fruit. Um, there is some fiber in there, but um, it won't satiate you as much as having the whole fig or the whole mango, all right? So um, how much fruit can you eat? Well, that's also very individual. If you are somebody who's trying to lose weight or trying to control your blood sugars, probably one to two pieces of fruit. Um, that would be an apple or an orange or a banana, um, mango, watermelon, all these, these fruits. If you're eating berries, obviously the sugar level, uh, sugar impact is much lower because there's less sugar in there. So I like to eat a ton of berries, even when they're out of season. I know I should be eating locally and seasonally, but berries is my exception um, because it doesn't impact my sugar levels and it doesn't cause this inflammation, which can lead to diseases and problems. So when you eat too many sugary foods or foods that contain sugar or even high refined carbohydrates, now remember this is things like tortilla wraps and your the bread and the pasta and the rice and all these carbohydrates that we love. These are comfort foods. Um, and there's certainly room for that in our diets. Um, but having too many of these things, what really bums me out is that they crowd out other foods like vegetables and fruit. Okay, so try to eat less of those things and leave more room for the real whole foods. So a couple of things to be aware of when it comes to sugar. All right. Juice is one of those things. Everybody thinks it's like a healthy food, but juice, if it's not green and made out of vegetables, then it's probably a high sugar impact and will raise your blood sugar levels. Remember blood, high blood sugar levels, High insulin can lead to insulin resistance if it's too much, too high, too long. Um, inflammation, then it causes all kinds of diseases, the ones that I've listed. So 
Keep that in mind. Juice is a sugar bomb going straight to your bloodstream. Soda is the same thing. I don't even probably need to say that because soda has plenty of sugar. Dried fruit, be mindful of that. The most hidden sugars that we don't even think about are in sauces, in um, dressings, in syrups. Uh, when you go out for sushi even, you think you're eating healthy. You know, the rice is probably having an impact on your blood sugar. Uh, but very often they squeeze all kinds of teriyaki sauce and some sweet thing. You will probably know because your palate will feel it. Um, so please be mindful of that. Read the labels. If you're buying your salad dressing, um, read the labels. Try to get less than five grams of sugar in there. Um, look out for code words for sugar. You can go and scroll down to my other Facebook live and we talked about those. Um, but code word will be um, high fructose corn syrup or even juice concentrate. Um, you think of the word fruit juice concentrate. Well, that's concentrated fruit juice, which I just said is con condensed sugar. But you see the word fruit and you may go, oh, it's okay. Um, syrup, the word syrup is another, another code word for sugar. So many code words. So read labels, know how any words ending in os, glucose, fructose, um, maltose, these are all sugars. Okay. It's going to probably impact your blood sugar levels. Hey, I'm butting in for a quick second. If you enjoy the content brought to you in this podcast, consider supporting Hack My Age by becoming a patron on patreon.com. This is where you can drop a tip or become a member for the price of a coffee. Members get special material, free coaching, and private Zoom calls. Join us by going to patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash hack my age. Thanks for your support. Now let's get back to the podcast. High refined carbohydrates, I mentioned those already, those convert into glucose. Your body doesn't really know the difference between a bowl of rice and a uh, candy bar, right? It converts into glucose. Um, processed foods, that goes without saying, anything that comes in a bag, a box, a jar, a can, um, again, it's the highly processed foods that are a problem. The ones that are minimally processed are better. Um, and these kinds of things you can find in a health shop. And if you read the label and it's short and you understand all the words, it's probably minimally processed. But the highly processed ones have a lot of alphabet soup that you don't understand. Um, and there are probably a lot of words that begin that have sugar in it. So safer alternatives. A lot of people ask me what, okay, I, you know, I like my sugar once in a while. I can't eat a green smoothie without something sweet in there. So the idea is to train yourself to lower the sugar desire for sugar. Okay. You can either do that cold turkey or you can do it, um, gradually. So whole fresh fruit, not the dried, not the freeze dried, which is even worse. Um, but whole fresh fruit, just a couple of pieces a day, are probably sufficient for the average person. Um, stevia is one that I like, and it's um, this is a it is not an artificial sweetener. I hate artificial sweeteners. These are things like aspartame and Splenda, and these are fake sugars. Your body doesn't understand what it is. It is a um, foreign body, and your 
body will attack it, so causing some inflammation. So we want to stay away from those. But stevia doesn't cause that problem. Neither does monk fruit, also known as lohanguo. Um, this is actually healthy for you. It is 100 times sweeter than normal sugar, so you need just a tiny bit. Same thing goes for, for stevia. Uh, and again, you don't want to be training yourself, replacing your regular sugars, your, your honey or your agave or table sugar with a ton of stevia or lohanguo or inulin, xylitol and erythritol are other ones I like, um, the, which are sugar alcohols. There's no sugar in there and it's not alcohol. It just, um, it is, does not raise your blood sugar levels and it's perfectly safe. So the idea is even with those sugars, you don't want to have too much right? You're not, you're trying to train your palate to eat less sugar. So, um, take that all, uh, with a grain of salt. <laughs> I hope this answered some of your questions about sugar and the sugar impact, how it affects your body. Is sugar really that bad? Well, again, it depends on how much you're getting and what kind you have. So, if you have questions, please send them to me. I'm happy to answer them, but don't be fooled by some of those healthy foods that you think are great for you, but may be raising your blood sugar levels, causing a lot of inflammation and storing extra fat and causing some other diseases. So please be mindful. Um, and again, your body will probably tell you how much is enough. So thanks for watching and I'll see you the next live. Hey, did you enjoy the podcast? Don't forget to subscribe to be notified of all the new episodes and leave a review to help build the tribe. It's a small act of kindness that brings me big benefits and helps others find this amazing content. The best thing you can do is share. Sharing is caring. Statements made on this podcast have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Anything we say or products we mention are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Information provided by this podcast is not a substitute for personal medical advice and not intended to replace a one-on-one -on -one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional. It is intended as a sharing of knowledge and information from the personal research and experience of me and my guests.